Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Your miracle in mind. We are so glad you're here today. We hope that you are having a fabulous Wednesday. Uh, Yesterday, (laughs) it was snowing and acting all kinds of crazy. And then today, uh, sunshine, uh, a little bit warmer. The snow is almost melted. I guess winter tried to have one crazy uh, hold on uh, before the spring actually came in. But uh, what a time, what a time, what a time we are having here uh, at the SSM headquarters this week. And uh, we're just we're just so glad that you're here with us and joining us and being a part. I've got a great two-part teaching that I want to bring to you the next couple of days. And uh, I am really just encouraged about what God is doing in this hour for His people. And uh, before we get ra- uh, crazy into the lesson today um, and into the teaching and uh, into the most valuable part of the show, I want to give you a few announcements. Uh, we're going to bring some stuff up on the screen and we want to keep you up to date. Uh, please do me a favor, share this show, if nothing else, for the announcements. For people that are in the area, uh, what's going on, uh, that kind of thing, it's going to be uh, be be quite interesting. So, first, we're going to be this coming Sunday. We're going to be at North Twenty Seven Worship Center with Pastor Robert Johnson and his lovely wife, and uh, we're going to be there. I think the service times are ten thirty. Is it ten thirty a.m., six p.m., and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at seven p.m. And uh, man, I am really excited about what God is getting ready to do here. And uh, this is going to be an amazing time, an amazing. Uh, revival. I really believe God's got something powerful for this region, and so I want to I want to strengthen you and encourage you and tell you that uh, God is going to have something for you in these meetings. All right, and then uh, all right, come back to me now. Listen, this next announcement. This is a really big deal to me, uh, and they there's two different announcements, but they both coincide. Uh, the first one that I want to tell you guys is if you're new to this show, if you're new to us, you're new to our broadcast, uh, you're new to the show, you're new to what's going on here at SSM uh, and, and the Daily Show, we have an app called Standing Strong Ministries app. We want you to download it and uh, go ahead and put that announcement up there. We want you to download it. We have Bible plans we put in there. Uh, we have announcements that we put in there. We have the, the television and and soon our store will be on the app. And so you want to you want to grab a hold of this. We've got brand new T-shirts. I call it one of them is Pastor Brian's shirt. Uh, it says "Won't He Do It?" Uh, man, the, uh, just famous things that I've gotten from people over the years, and what what I've gotten and what I've learned, and things like that. And it's it's just an amazing thing uh, that we just connect with. But our app tells us tell, tells you where we're at, what we're doing, what's going on. And then the next announcement is uh, Revival Strong TV. On that app and on my website, we have some of the best preachers preaching and ministering 24 hours a day. And uh, what I want you to do is I want you to click on that Revival Strong TV when you get my app, when you when you click on my website, you will see 
amazing things beginning to happen. And uh, God is moving with this. We're seeing great testimonies from this, great outreach. Uh, My friend, Pastor Tommy Giddens, Pastor Tim Coates, uh, Jeremy Mills. We've got all kinds, and there's going to be more coming. And so what we want you to do is uh, we want you to... um, we want you to make sure that you are, without a doubt, uh, going to be uh, in, involved with that every day. And then also, my next announcement is, is if you've not connected with us, uh, connect with us on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, all of the media outlets. We're there. Uh, we just want to have a great time with you. Uh, leave those up there for a couple of minutes. Uh, you can go back and look at those. And uh, I want to, I want to, I got a powerful lesson Um I am really, really, really wanting to really see God's people emerge in this season, emerge in this dimension of their lives. And uh, one of the reasons that I'm excited about them emerging is uh, I really believe that God has got a God has got something for the people of God. And uh, this is the hour, this is the time that God's people are are really, really alive and well, and uh, they are. Uh, going to be used by God in a greater measure than ever before. All right. Um, I, so Hebrews chapter twelve and verse twenty-two. I'm gonna. Get, that's my main text. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you on your own time to go and read Deuteronomy chapter twenty-two. And I want you to read that. I want you to kind of study it the next couple of days. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-two. But the the main text is Hebrews twelve twenty-two, and it says this. No. You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, and countless and thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. Okay? Now, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 22 and you read this passage, you'll find that the city represents the church and the field represents the world. Now, what I want to, why that's significant is this. Satan, the attacker, uses both. But for those who are in church, if they'll speak up, if they'll talk right now, there is help for the body of Christ. And I want to say this to you, and I want to say this, and I want to be direct. It is a sin when the church is silent, okay? It is a sin, right? Uh, Many times when you come under attack, when the body of Christ comes under attack, when people come under attack, the first instinct they want to do is they want to remain silent. And that's not what God has. God made us a verbal people. God made us, uh, listen to this verse in Proverbs. This is powerful. The Bible says that the mouth of the wicked lie in wait for the blood, for blood but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. God never intended for you to be silent. God never intended for the church to be silent. God never intended for everybody else uh, that's under attack in the kingdom of God to be silent. Your voice matters. It matters in the atmosphere. It matters uh, when you're talking uh, into dimensions. When you speak to your body, it listens. When you speak the word of God, God stands at attention and something begins to drastically change. And uh, you have to speak up and ask for help. That's why prayer is so vitally important. The church has to come back to prayer. 
The church has to come back to getting a hold of the kingdom of God through prayer. We've got to tap there. There's something powerful that the church is not tapping into. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, he said that whatsoever things you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, you've got to tie in with Corinthians. The Bible says that we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, okay, uh, principalities of this world. And how do we do that? We don't fight them with physical uh, hands and weapons. We fight them with verbal communication to heaven, verbal communication to principalities. Or in other words, we stand in the Spirit through the Word of God and we verbally come against every plan and attack of the enemy. Or in other words, devil, you will not have my children in this season. You will not have my children in this dimension. You will not have my children ever, for they belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. For I raised them in the way they should go and they will return to it. What are you doing? You're being verbal with your enemy. You're being verbal with the atmosphere. You're aligning yourself with heaven and you're becoming verbal. So you have to understand that uh, it is much more uh, difficult to to overcome these obstacles if you're constantly living in the world. There's something about there's something about being in God that makes things different. The devil is not uh, he's not kind to his own. He's not kind to you if you're in the world, and he's definitely not going to be kind to you when you're in the kingdom of God. So it's so important that you stay in church, you stay near to the Lord. Now, I want everybody that's watching me to type this in the comment section. We must return to church now. And, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I want you to put those words, capital letters, N-W-O. We, uh, N-O-W, sorry, not N-W-O, N-O-W. We need to turn, return to the church now. It is vital that the church emerge together. The Bible said that even so much more that the day is approaching, we return to church. I've, I've got a powerful lesson in the next couple of days. I'm not going to be able to give you uh, everything in part one, but I am going to be able to give it to you tomorrow, the rest of it tomorrow. So this is so vitally important that you understand. You have a divine purpose in the earth. Your voice in this earth matters. Your attention to the kingdom of God matters. How you operate in the kingdom of God matters. All right. Here's number one. I'm, I've got about 11 or 12 of these. So we're just going to go through each one. I'm going to go as far as I can. And then I'm going to give you the rest tomorrow. Number one, you won't find what you need in the world. I want you to put that in the comment section. You will not find what you need in the world. Listen to me. Purpose for living, your life is never found in the world. Your purpose for living is found in the church. I want you to put that in the in, in the comment section. You will not you will not find what you need in the world. Period. That's the, that's the comment, right? So your purpose for living is found 
when you connect to the local church, when you when you work in the local church, when you when you put a demand on the anointing in the local church, man, that's powerful. That's a powerful word right there. When you connect to the local church, you find purpose. When you work in the local church, you find purpose. And then you you find purpose when you when you put a demand on the anointing in the local church. That's so powerful. Okay? Uh that's so powerful. Okay. Here's here is here's now now I want you to go back to this the very beginning of what I told you. The city represents the church and the field represents the world. I want you to remember that. The city represents the church and the field uh represents the world, okay? So here's the next point, which which is my next point. If you lift your voice in the church or the city, there is help for you. There's only, listen, the church, that, this is number two. If you lift your voice in the city or the church, there is help for you. That's number two. The church was made for those who are struggling, okay? The church was made for those who are struggling and also those who need help. Allow the church to be, listen, Allow the church to be the church by asking for help when you need it. You don't come to church just to survive. You don't come to church just to get by. You come to church to get healed, to get restored, to get equipped, to get blessed so you can go make it in the world. You can win the world and overcome the world. That's so powerful. Man, do you just feel the do you feel what's coming out of us today? You feel what's coming entering into your life? God wants to use you. God wants to heal you. God wants to restore you. God wants to bless you. God wants to put you in the middle of a crazy world and bring restoration to them and he wants you to thrive in this world, overcome the world, and how do you do that? By coming to the church getting the help that you need, giving that help to others. That's a powerful concept that the body of Christ has lost. You don't just come to church to ease your conscience. You don't just come to church to, 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 you know, to, to make everybody else feel horrible about not being at church. You don't, that, that, that's a religious spirit. You come to church to receive help, to get help, to distribute help, and understand how the help of God works. Listen. Here's number three. I want I want every I, I want I want you to get this in your spirit while you're watching me today. I want you to listen to me. You can't hide your struggle in the church. We as people, we are not allowed to hide our struggles in church. I want you to put that for number three. We can't hide our struggles in the church. They're not going to, when you come to church, the struggle doesn't just disappear. It doesn't just hide. Okay. Stop being a plastic person. Stop being a, 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 a plastic pew warmer and stop deceiving yourself and pretending that when you barely walk through those doors, that everything is, is all right. Sometimes we're walking through hell and we need the church to help us. Woo! <laughs> Man, I feel that, don't you? 
There is something about when I come to the when I come to church and I come and I'm around the body of Christ, and then that man of God or woman of God gets up behind that pulpit and they speak a word. Now, ministry, uh, hear me if you're watching me and you're a minister. Stop condemning your people for going through horrible things. Now, I understand there's sometimes we can become Holy Ghost whiners. <laughs> right? I know that's a I know that's a crazy thing. Right? Uh when we come to church, we can get this victim mentality. However, that doesn't give ministry the right to complain, to frustrate, to get frustrated, and uh, and just use the pulpit as a griping tool. What you ought to do is bring some words of hope, strength, deliverance, proper correction, okay? proper correction we don't just beat people over the head but then it's our job as the body of christ to lift up our voice to god ask for help demand help and listen if we stay silent and we never tell anybody we're struggling they never know listen don't die needlessly because you don't want to tell somebody you're hurting Oh, I want you to get that. Don't die needlessly because you won't tell somebody or tell God you're hurting. Stop being a plastic person. Stop being plastic people. Stop acting like that you're just walking through life and everything's just hunky-dory. Sometimes we go through some valleys. Sometimes we go through some hard times. Now, we don't live there. We don't stay there. But but it's okay to recognize I. There's something about the Bible when it says, when any two touching any one thing shall agree on earth, when they come in agreement and they touch heaven, God says, because they agreed, they lifted their voice in prayer, I'm going to now bring deliverance to their house. That's powerful. That is a powerful, powerful tool and concept. Here's number four. Write this in the comments section. If you lift your voice in prayer and praise, heaven will come to your aid. I want you to put that in the comment section. Man, I feel such a stirring in this today. <clears throat> if you lift your voice in prayer and praise, and, and let me rephrase this, all of heaven will come to your aid. <laughs> right? Jesus is a champion. I want you to think about that for just a second. Jesus is a champion. We are his bride. And there is a price to be paid for anyone that comes against his bride. Uh, there's a lot of things happening but if you even look at my wife wrong, yeah, if you even mess with my wife, you might not get what you like on the other side. That's my queen. That's my bride. That's my friend. That's my confidant. How much more is Jesus to us? But he won't come 
if you don't call on him. I want you to get a hold of that concept. You and your family are already spoken for by God. But he still requires a praise. He still requires an ask. The Bible says he already knows what we have need of before we even ask. But there's something about (laughs) when we come to God and we ask him for help, how he shows up. You know, if my wife is in trouble and I'm in the right frame of mind and I'm in the right kind of attitude when she asks me for help, there's just something about when I can walk over and I can do something that she needs done because she asked me. Because she's my queen. She's my bride. I want to be a help to her. Oh, if I feel that way about my wife, how much does God feel that way about his sons and his daughters? Here's the next one, number five. Write this down. Put this in the comment section. We need a revival with the church lifting up her voice. We need a revival of the church lifting up their voice. Listen to me. We cannot live a life of secrets and private battles. That's a real powerful concept we need to grab a hold of right now. We can't live a life of secrets and private battles. Somebody needs to know that you trust so they can begin to come in agreement and pray with you. We need to be real. Lift our voices in times of needs, in times of temptation, and in times of attack. That's how we that's how we break out. That's how we break out. There is there is a concept that I believe the church has got to grab a hold of. And it's this. The more we cry out to him, the more I believe his ear is turned. That's a value, valuable concept. You know, I've got I could go on and on today and I've got about six or I got about maybe six or seven more of these. But I feel like just stopping today and praying right now. And I just feel like coming in agreement with anybody that's hurting, anybody that's going through a trial they don't understand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just come to you right now. On the and, and God, I, I come to you asking you to touch right now any need, any circumstance, every situation that we do not know that someone is going through. Right now, I pray that God, we're, there's real pains, there's real struggles, there's, there is real frustration. And right now, I just pray that all of heaven would stop, come at attention. God, as we lift up you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and as we ask you to come and intervene on our behalf, I pray that all of heaven would flood their lives, flood my life, flood any person that's hurting in their body, Touch any person that's dealing with a, a need that, we, that most people just would not understand. 
I pray that you intervene on their behalf today. And God, I thank you. Oh, I feel your presence right now just ministering to your people. I thank you right now that God will have a confidence. We'll have an understanding. There'll be such an anointing upon their lives. God, even somebody that will that may watch this show later, God will be touched by the hand of the Lord. I decree it. I declare it. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to intervene now in Jesus' mighty name. You know, I don't feel to do anything else, friend, but just to simply believe God with you today. Stand in agreement and know that the Lord make rich and add no sorrow. We love you. We honor you and we so appreciate you for being in our life. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Stronger Every Day. And remember, something good is going to happen in your life today. Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. 